Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 241 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, we are shaking things up. We are doing things a little bit different for this episode. Now, on Instagram, you might have noticed on my stories, I do an Ask Me Anything on Mondays and Fridays. There is a little box on one of my stories on these particular days, and you ask questions. I love this, and thank you so much for all your amazing questions. I love answering them. I love going into detail, but speaking of detail, it's a little hard to go into detail with only a certain limit and only a certain little tiny box to answer you back in. And so that is why we have decided to take in callers, live callers. So you can go to a sobergirlsguide.com and you can go to the podcast page. And on the podcast page, there is a little button where you can ask me anything. You can record a message, a memo to me, and ask me any question your heart desires. And today, we are going to answer two of those questions. Now, I love doing this so much better than just sticking to those little boxes because I can only type so much. It's one-dimensional. You can't really hear my tone or how I'm responding to you. And let's be honest, I am extremely sarcastic. I get it. I know it. It's not the first time I've heard it. Um, But yeah, I'm sarcastic and I definitely want to take the time to give you the answers that you deserve. You guys have submitted these questions, you've recorded these voice notes to me, and I want to take the time to properly, fully answer your questions so that there is no nothing getting lost in words, in tone, in context. 
I am going to answer your questions straightforward to the best of my ability, to the best of my knowledge and experience that I've had thus far in seven years. Yep, coming up on seven years of sobriety here. So let's get into our first question. Hey, I'm new here and I really want to know how do you know if you need to cut alcohol out completely or just try and cut down and maybe give like a limit to how many drinks per night out? I love this question. And I think at some point we have all Googled how much drinking is too much drinking or am I an alcoholic or something along those lines, right? Because we don't necessarily have a unit of measure. I mean, we don't have a statistic to gauge how much drinking is too much. I mean, yes, we have guidelines from like the, the cancer and the heart um, societies and foundations um, around your city or your country, but I really believe, and I think this is what really got me started on my journey, but way back when, like I said, seven years ago, is you wouldn't be asking this question. You wouldn't be asking yourself if you need to change your relationship with alcohol if you didn't think there was an issue. Now, let me put this into, uh, into context for you. I have many friends who drink. Actually, all my friends drink. But they drink differently than how I drink. It wasn't necessarily quantity. It was how it made them feel emotionally. So I have friends that could easily drink a bottle of wine a night and be absolutely fine with their relationship with alcohol. They have never said, they have never even alluded to, oh my God, I need to stop drinking or I need to cut back or I need this or that. They are completely fine with their relationship with alcohol. Me, on the other hand, I could have even one glass, even a half a glass of wine. And I would feel extremely guilty and shameful because I knew what I was putting in my body and what I was doing to maybe fit into social situations that I knew I was outgrowing or didn't really fit in with to begin with. I mean, let's be honest. I just wasn't, it wasn't my vibe, but I just wanted so badly to fit in with these group or these groups for that matter. Um, looking back at it, yeah, it, was, it wasn't just one particular group. It was many groups and many social situations. Um, so it didn't really matter the quantity. It was how I almost morally felt when I was drinking, after I was drinking. I just knew, I'm like, Ugh, like I don't want to do this or like, do I need to be doing this? Like, is this the only way? Is this it? And it's not. I am definitely here to tell you it is not the only way. So I think the, to answer this question, if you are even remotely questioning or contemplating your relationship with alcohol, that is a, that is a sign like, hey, maybe it doesn't need to be in your life. And by listening to this and, and listening to this answer, I'm not 
necessarily telling you, oh my gosh, go out and quit and stop drinking altogether, but use this as intel. We are getting these messages for a reason, okay? You are not here by accident. You are not listening to this podcast. You are not having Instagram accounts pop up about not drinking for a reason. I think if you were to sit by yourself, get really quiet, listen to your gut, your intuition, your inner voice, whatever you want to call it, I think there and lies your answer. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com ASGG. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG 
at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Now I know it's really tough to just quit something cold turkey or to just completely make a complete change, but how about this? How about you just try doing something different in this situation? So maybe if you were to have three to four drinks a night, why not try and see how one to two drinks would, would feel? Or how, how about taking a night off or a weekend off or seeing how that fits with yourself, with your mind, not only with your physical body, but with your mind, with your soul, with your values, with your morals. How does that feel? How does that sit with you? I think another component to this question that needs to be addressed is to try and stay out of the comparison game as much as possible. Now, I know this is hard because you see your friends, family members, loved ones drinking, and they seemingly have no issue or don't actually care about their issues with alcohol or just keep on doing it because that's what they do. I would really encourage you to really stay focused on what is right for you because what is right for you may not be right for someone else and vice versa. What is right for someone else may not be right for you. Case in point, my relationship with alcohol and how I drank was very different than how my friends drink and continue to drink. You know, they don't have those moral issues or they don't have that, like those shame and regret, those feelings coming up when they drink, even drinking a glass of wine. So we're different. And you know what? We're supposed to be. What a boring world it would be if we were all the same, if we all thought the same, did the same things, lived in this world with the same perspective, the same lens on everything. That would be really boring. So keeping that in mind, try and stay out of the comparison game as much as possible. Ground down, focus on you, focus on what feels good, focus on what doesn't make you feel good and go from there. Choose accordingly. Remember, you are the captain of your ship. You know what you need. You know what you want. It is your duty to guide yourself and your ship towards that. Let's hear our next question. Hi, this is so cool. I didn't realize you could make a recording like this. Um, so I have been a non-drinker now for a year and a half. I'm super proud. I don't know why I don't use the word sober. Um, I don't identify as an alcoholic, but I do identify as someone who benefited greatly from cutting alcohol out of my life. Um, and I'm at the point now, a year and a half in, you know, proud, um, like I said, but sorry to just reevaluate friendships and um, wanting to, you know, know if you have any advice for how to still go out and feel fulfilled um, being, you know, a non-drinker, um, but still having a lot of friends that that do drink. Um, it's, I never judge them, but I'm just finding myself wanting more out of friendships and things that fill me up and um, just kind of struggle in there. So I would love your thoughts. Thank you. 
Oh, I love this question too. First of all, congratulations on a year and a half of being booze free. That is a huge, huge accomplishment. And now on the other side of that, I am not surprised you were asking this question because this is what generally naturally happens along this mark of being booze free or being sober or alcohol free or whatever you want to label it. First of all, choose whatever label feels most comfortable for you. If you don't relate to being called sober or a sober girl, there are many other ways that you can identify yourself and your relationship with alcohol. And you can pick whatever one makes you feel the best and the most comfortable. Okay, now on to the good stuff. Relationships, friendships. This is a very natural occurrence and this is pretty pretty par for the course that you're going to have these feelings arise around the year to a year and a half mark. You know, you're out of the kind of surviving stages of sobriety or being booze free and you're looking for more, right? You're looking for meaning. You're looking for deeper connections and that is where it gets good. The first step when we are looking to reevaluate our friendships or looking to make new friendships when we have been booze free is to really define for us what a deeper connection looks and feels like. Now saying a deeper connection in a friendship or relationship or whatever relationship type you're really talking about, I would like you to go ahead and define what that looks and feels like for you because everyone is going to be different. Everyone is going to have a different definition of what a deeper connection is to them. So for some, that might look like trust, that might look like vulnerability, that might look like support, and then you can actually go even deeper from there. What would support look like in a deeper connection? So maybe support would be listening, you know, validating your feelings, giving you honest feedback, things like that. Now, the benefit of really articulating and defining what a deeper connection looks and feels like to you is prepping your mind and your body so when you find that deeper connection or when you don't find that deeper connection, you will know. You will know what it feels like, what it looks like, because you've already defined this for yourself. And it also is prepping yourself for looking for it. I think we are so focused on, you know, maybe what we don't have or what we haven't experienced because we haven't experienced it yet, but we are so focused on the lack of experience or the lack of that feeling or that lack of, of connection or support that we don't know how to really look for it. So we're prepping and priming our minds to be aware and on guard and looking for this deeper connection and what it looks and feels like to you. Keyword, what it feels like and looks like to you. Okay, step two is kind of a two-parter. Now you've defined what a deeper connection looks like and feels like to you. Now take a look at your friends. I know you're reevaluating your friendships right now. Do you think you can find this deeper connection with your existing friends? 
And do you think you can find this deeper connection when you're going to the same places and you're doing the same things? Let me tell you something. There's a reason why you don't feel fulfilled in the same places, doing the same things, talking about the same shit, surrounded by the same people who are drinking. It's because you are on a different level. You're not there anymore. You're done with those kind of stories. They're not fulfilling. They're not engaging because you've heard the stories 20, 30, 50 times over. I don't blame you that it's not fulfilling. That would not be fulfilling to anyone. But you are sober. You are not drinking. And so you're even more aware of how unfulfilling these situations and these circumstances are. So I want to ask you, do you think your existing friends could fulfill what your definition of a deeper connection looks and feels like? And if that's a yes, how can you foster and nurture that deeper connection outside of your usual watering hole? Meaning what other things, what other experiences can you and your existing friends go to and do together that don't include the same old thing, the same old bar, the same old restaurant? What can you do that will be fulfilling to both of you? And now I know this sounds very one-sided and it is because you are the one who wants to change the dynamic here. They're probably fine doing the same old thing, but you're not. And not everyone has caught up with you. Not everyone is on your level. Not everyone has changed their relationship with alcohol. And that's totally fine. So unfortunately, it kind of means you're going to be doing a little heavy lifting in terms of changing the dynamic of your relationship with those friends. Now, I want to stress this. This is really important. I would only do this and I would only put forth effort into the friends that I think will be able to fulfill and nurture this deeper connection or this deeper relationship. Again, not everyone is going to fit the bill for a deeper connection and that's totally okay. I believe that friendships are like different levels. We get what we need and want from our different friendships and our relationships. Not everyone has to be put in the deeper connection category. For me personally, the deeper connection category is very, very small. I would much rather have quality over quantity. Okay, here is a second step, a part two. You've gone through, you've reevaluated your friendships, and it doesn't look like anyone is going to fit the bill of a deeper connection. What do you do? You're in luck. You get to meet new people. You get to meet new friends, you get to try new places, you get to go and try new experiences. The world is your oyster. If this seems daunting and overwhelming, I totally get it. But it can also be really exciting. We are all nervous, but we are all wanting to connect. Do you see the irony there? It doesn't matter what age you are, what stage of life you're at. Don't listen to Drake when he says no new friends. You never know what meeting someone new can do for your life, how it can change your perspective, how it can open and broaden your horizons 
to new things and new experiences you never even thought possible. That is why we're here, for connection, to teach each other, to learn from each other, and this all happens in friendships. I have to say, I think friendships are the most underrated, disregarded relationship we know. Everyone concentrates on finding a significant other or partner or that relationship between mother and daughter, father, son, and vice versa, but no one focuses on friendships and how they are such an integral part of how we grow up and how we perceive the world around us. And the last step, how do you find these like-minded friends? Well, start doing activities that you genuinely enjoy or don't even necessarily enjoy, but take an interest in. I personally found a ton of like-minded people playing tennis. My social circle grew exponentially and it actually continues to grow because wherever I travel in the world, I end up playing tennis and I end up meeting more like-minded people. So what do you enjoy doing? Or what do you have an interest in doing? What do you have an inkling, a little tiny little buzz inside of you that is curious about doing something? Go do it and look around you. There's people doing the same thing. A fantastic online resource is our Sober Girls Social Club. Here you're able to meet sober and sober curious women near you. I really enjoy all the questions you've submitted and as you can see, I love answering them. Clearly a little bit more than fits into a box on Instagram. If you would like to submit a question, head to a sobergirlsguide.com and head to our podcast page where you can record a voice message for me. We have been inundated with questions, but I promise that I will get to yours as soon as I possibly can. Again, head to asobergirlsguide.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening and please make sure to share your feedback and comments with us. We love to hear your comments about the podcast. And remember that sharing is caring. If you know a friend, a family member, or a loved one who needs to hear this episode or any of our others, please make sure to share it along. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Sober Girls Guide and head to asobergirlsguide.com. We got your back at any stage of your booze-free journey. Head to asobergirlsguide.com now. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.